You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. I'm Vicki Voison and I'm the host of today's show. We're recording on location at the 40th Annual Convention, Institutes and Exhibitions of NALA, the Association of Legal Assistants and Paralegals, held this year in Tulsa, Oklahoma, home of NALA headquarters. We're here to cover this important event and the highlights for you. Joining me now are paralegals from Texas, and I'm so happy to welcome Yoli Garcia, Linda Corrad, Carla Valenzuela, and Ruth Conley. What I want to do is start with Yoli. Please tell our listeners a little about your career path, where you work, and then we want to talk about your association. So first of all, what association are you with? El Paso Paralegal Association. And do you work with a law firm? I do. I work at Kemp Smith in El Paso, Texas. Okay. And how long have you been a paralegal? I've been a paralegal since I got certified in 1998, but I've really been in the profession since 1980. So this is my 35th year in the profession. Okay. I usually don't admit that. I say I've been in for over 20 years. <laughs> I really do. Point taken. <laughs> no, just, just kidding. It's nice to have all of that Thank experience. Thank you very much. I'm very happy and nervous to be here. Oh, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. So, Linda, let's go ahead with you. Tell our listeners a little bit about you. I've been a paralegal since 1983, worked for various firms, small, large, a couple of um, consulting groups, and I am with the Houston Paralegal Association, and I'm serving as the current treasurer. Okay. And Carla? Hi, Vicki. I'm glad to be here today, and I'm glad to be able to have this chance to connect with all of the listeners. I currently work with Chevron Corporation, and I'm here today together with the Houston Paralegal Association. I've served as an officer and past president last year, and I've really loved all of the different roles that I've played um, with Houston Paralegal Association. And some of my background is that I've also been with firms. Now I'm with uh, corporations, so it's pretty exciting to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And Ruth? Hi, I'm Ruth Conley. I'm with the Houston Paralegal Association. I'm also a past president. I currently work, I'm a litigation paralegal at Andrews Kurth, which is a firm based out of Houston, and I've been a paralegal for over 20 years. There you go. (laughs) Now, both the Houston Paralegal Association and the El Paso Association are NALA affiliates. So let's talk about that process and some of the benefits that your association gets from being a NALA affiliate. And Yoli, what I'd like to know, um, you know, have you been a NALA affiliate for a long time? I haven't been a member of the El Paso Paralegal Association for a long time. I think this is my third year, but the association has been an affiliate for a very long time. I just don't know exactly how long. Okay, but tell me, what are the benefits of being an ALA affiliate? I think the best benefit for Texas, and especially our association, is the CLE. I think the networking, the CLE courses that you provide in Texas, it's really hard to get somewhere. You have to fly in, you know, take a couple of days to do that, to have a one-day CLE. I appreciate the 
the online courses and stuff like that. And we all take advantage of that. And I really think that that's the biggest benefit for us is to be able to get our CLE in without taking so much time from work. Okay. Now, who wants to tell me about uh, how long the Houston Paralegal Association has been a NALA affiliate? And then we'll, we'll start with that, and then we'll talk about some of the benefits. I think Carl and I are both deferring to Ruth on this. Ruth is actually HPA's uh, founding president. She is the um, historian in our group. And what's really unique about Ruth is that she has continuously been involved in HPA since its its inception, and she is on the board today. Um, She hasn't missed a beat, so she is our, uh, the the keeper of the knowledge. So we're gonna defer to Ruth. Thank you, Linda. (laughs) Makes me feel, you know, historic. Um, actually, Houston, being a very large city, um, has several paralegal associations, and um, I am a, not a native Houstonian, but uh, when I came into Houston in the early 90s, we have an existing association that's um, now called Houston Metropolitan Paralegal Association. It is a large, non-affiliated association. It chooses not to be affiliated with a national association. Well, I was on their board for several years, and um, some of the members wanted to be affiliated with a national association. And at the time, you know, there were still members who chose not to be. So several presidents who are CPs um, had got together, and we decided to form another association in Houston. Um, And we called it Houston Paralegal Association. That began in 1999. Uh, At the time that we began, we probably, there was probably a group of 15 of us. And um, although we always intended to be now affiliated, we chose at that time not to do it because we were still small, we wanted to grow our numbers. So in 2004, when we were five years old, we had you know over 100 members or so, and we said, this is the time now for us to be affiliated. We, to be fair to all the national associations across the country, we checked, we looked at all of them thoroughly, researched them, and we still chose NALA to be the association that we wanted to be affiliated with. And so we joined in 2004, and since then, uh, members of Houston Paralegal Association have been very active with NALA. Mm-hmm. Now, I was at your annual meeting in Galveston a couple of years ago, and you have a wonderful annual convention. You have lots of vendors, you have lots of CLE, uh, and I think you helped plan that convention, didn't you, Linda? And I think Carla was the president then. So we have a, a position, one of our vice presidents is the, the CLE chair. Her job primarily first and foremost is providing a CLE on an ongoing basis of a brown bag nature, free to guests, members, non-members, an hour long by various speakers throughout the year. But I will say our annual CLE held each April, usually the last week of April. It is a day and a half event when you factor in the social the night before, and it is all hands on deck. Every board member and committee chair is involved in some shape, form, or fashion in the planning. So to say that uh, a CLE chair or one or two people did it is is a gross understatement. It is a massive undertaking, and we start planning. We have already signed a contract for the 2016 event, and it is a 10-month in the works planning of the event. So it's it's we're really proud of it, and we have uh, unknowingly... I guess, uh, 
created our own moniker, if that's the right term. We have become the that association in Houston that has the Galveston event every spring. So we're pretty proud of that. It was beautiful there, let me tell you. And I'd love to come back sometime. <laughs> so just, you know, just saying. Well, anyway, I'd like to talk now about the NALA convention. I think it's a really exciting event, and the fact that it's 40 years is, uh, is absolutely amazing. So, Carla, tell us about some of the highlights you've seen here at convention. Well, I think that one thing that's always really very exciting is to meet a lot of people from all around the country. We actually met a couple of people that are from Houston as we were just shuttling over to the hotel, and that's kind of fun. Uh, so networking, meeting people, and then already the education opportunities, the seminars, those are really good as well. And I find it's it's also useful to me to meet uh, some of the representatives from the companies that come as sponsors, the litigation or legal support vendors, because I learn from them as well. So all of those things are like big benefits and draws that I enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. And Yoli. Is this your first convention or not? No. Okay. It's not. I couldn't even tell you how many I've been to, but again, they were a long time ago. Yeah, it was when you. Helen Winters was president. Do you okay. remember Helen? Mm -hmm. um, we were here a lot during that time, and that was when New Mexico had an association. Tell me so, about the highlights that you get from convention. I really enjoyed the reception for the early birds reception the first day. I went straight to first-timers because I remember what it was like when I was here the first time. And it was kind of scary. And uh, I met two first-timers, and we even had dinner and, you know, connected that way. Um, I think that's really interesting to get them first time here, and they're so excited, and they make you excited. And um, I've also attended the litigation part of the CLE, and the I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's Good. great. Very interesting. Good. Good. Well, Linda, I know you've been to several conventions, and I would like to know what tips you have for people who are attending to be sure that they get the most out of convention. I would follow what Yoli said with uh, being a new a newbie, a first-timer. Don't be afraid to sign up because you don't know anyone. They will identify your name tag as a first-timer. Um, people will approach you sometimes before you have the opportunity to seek others out. Uh, don't be shy. It's not the time to be a wallflower. Uh, have business cards in hand. Feel free to walk up to people, introduce yourself, shake hands. Um, it's all about networking and meeting people. And uh, yeah, you can't be afraid to approach new people. You don't know where that relationship will, will lead. Mm -hmm. um, my first convention, I attended the NALA conference. I think it was back in 1987 or 88, and it was in Orlando. And there were probably six or eight of us that were complete strangers 24 hours before that spent a day and a half at Disney World. Oh, um, We had a great time. We yeah. bonded and we kept in touch for years and years and years and got to be good friends. Yeah. So you never know who you're going to meet and where that relationship will lead. Right. Well, the history of being an association for 40 years is quite amazing. I'm so happy to have been working with Nella for a lot of those years. Next year, though is Las Vegas. And I'm wondering, Ruth, what you, uh, you excited about going to Las Vegas? 
I am very excited about going to Las Vegas. Um, I am currently now the candidate for the NALA liaison of Houston Paralegal Association. So I think that ensures me of being in Las Vegas. <laughs> and um, I, of course, I've been to Las Vegas before, but I think it's going to be, I mean, NALA, the NALA convention is always fun. Um, it's hard not to, when you're describing it, not to include that three-letter word because everybody is so open, so nice, so professional, so giving. And I think that if we're going to have it in Las Vegas, it's just going to up that <laughs> just a right. little bit more. Right. Well, I've been coming to uh, convention for a long time, and I don't know if it's as long as you, Linda, but I find that uh, the networking is a wonderful thing. It's wonderful to meet people, uh, say, you're in Texas, and I'm in Michigan, and I need, our firm needs an attorney in, you know, in Texas, or needs something done in Texas. I have people I can call, and that's, a, that's I think, a huge benefit. So I'm uh, all about getting out there and meeting people and networking and, and so forth. Now, what I want to ask you are, when you belong to a local association, there's work to do, obviously, but I don't think people understand how much paralegal associations do for their communities. So I'd like to hear what the El Paso Association does. Maybe, do you do anything in the way of pro bono or charity work, earn money for a charity? We do. We partnered with the um, Texas Bar Association in El Paso, and we do, um, you know, wills for veterans and stuff like that, and we provide the support that they need for that. We also adopt a charity every year, and um, this, this is the Hospice of El Paso is our charity for this year. We have events throughout the year for them, and we also provide at least 10% of the profits of our annual golf tournament to them. So we give a substantial amount to our charity that we elect every year. Okay. And Carla, does uh, Houston do any pro bono work, charity work? We've done both in the past, and for the last couple of years, we've been supporting the Houston Area Women's Center. They have a fun run walk, and you can raise money, and so many of our members will participate to raise funds for the organization to help uh, women and their children if they are um, living in shelters. So we've done that, and we've also provided, similar to El Paso's network, at times, we will participate in the Willathon and help the local bar associations in that regard. Okay. I find that paralegals are always so willing to give of their time. And I, you know, they work in food pantries. They do all kinds of things for the good of the community. So that's wonderful. And the, the wills, what is it called? Wills? It's wills for veterans. Okay, I wanted to say wills on wheels, but I think that's <laughs> meals on wheels. But the wills for veterans, uh, that's all over the country that that yes, gets it is. done. Yes. So uh, it's, it's a really good thing. Now, the listeners are going to be interested in your associations, how they can get in touch with you and so forth. So if they wanted information on the El Paso Association, Yoli, how would they do that? Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have a website, El Paso Paralegal Association, and it lists all of the directors and our addresses and our emails and everything. Okay, and also... We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, your events, I think, are on there, too. Yes, our, our calendar for the year. Mm -hmm. um, everything you want to know about our association is on our webpage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And 
the Houston Paralegal Association. Carla, Ruth, who wants to tell me about that? Um, Houston Paralegal Association also has a website. It's at um, www.hpa.tx.us. We also have a LinkedIn um, account, and we also have a Facebook page. Okay. You can look us up that way. All right. I thank all of you for joining me today. That's about all the time we have for this special report. So I um, thank you, Ruth, Carla, and Linda for being here from the Houston Paralegal Association, and Yoli for joining me from El Paso. And again, I love Texas, so this is a good thing. So I'm Vicki Voison, and until the next time, I thank you for listening, and I thank my guests again. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.